0: All right, all right. Wow, that was really loud. I'm sorry about that. All right, I'm still a little congested over here. I don't know if this music running. I guess, huh? Still trying to work out the kicks here. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I wanted this up a little bit earlier. Uh, I guess it's just not going to happen. Uh, just not. Did my best here. Uh, I'm switching hotels with my job. It just couldn't get, could not get connected to hotel internet. My laptop that I have all my notes on, connected within about 20 seconds. The, well, the rest of it, like my desktop that I have all my hardware, all my software on to actually record stuff, and all my, I guess, quote unquote, drops, like the intro music, the outro music, that just didn't want to record. There's nothing I can do about that. It's just technical difficulties. But we're up and running here. It's about... 5.45 here on a Wednesday, I believe today is. Wednesday? Yeah, today's Wednesday. Well, there's three games in in the NHL and none of them are even worth touching. I I tried to get a game for you guys. i said that I was going to do my best, but I think I made up with it for, made up for it with the NBA. I have 16 total plays here. We got one, two, come on, scroll, two, Three, four, five, six games picked and 16 plays. So without further ado, let's get into it. I also have a baseball play for the World Series. Tis the season, right? Even though the Sox are out of it, Yankees are out of it, Dodgers are out of it, all the actual big market teams are out of it, and we're stuck with Philly and Houston. So I will make a play for that. And I, it's more just fade my model here. Take it or leave it. Again, like I said last episode, If you don't like the picks, you don't have to fucking play them. But without further ado, let's get into the NBA. The first game we're going to go to is the... We're going to go to New York City, and we have... Wow, that's a far scroll there. Hold on. There we go. The Hornets going to Madison Square Garden. Now, this game I kind of picked. It's it's not very... Two very subpar teams, and I guess the key to this... You know, looking at this game, is that no LaMelo ball. He's not playing, and he's really the only good player on the Hornets. I know people are saying, well, they have Gordon Hayward. And, well, that's pretty much the – Kelly Oubre, maybe-ish, is a good player. I wouldn't even say that. He's He can get hot at times. Uh, they used to have Miles Bridges or Malik. No, I think it was Miles over there, the brothers. Um I think they used to have Miles Bridges, but he's still a free agent with some problems. No, uh, James Booknight. So it's just it's just LaMelo, and they don't even have him tonight. So it's Scary Terry and Gordon Hayward rounding out that big two there. Last year, uh, the Knicks lost three or four to the Hornets, and I think this year they have something to prove. They have they went out and got Jalen Brunson in the offseason, and it's a bunch of young players. RJ Barrett is getting better. Mitchell Robinson was finally signed. If you played 2K, he was the easiest guy to sign because he was always let go by the Knicks. They never brought him back. Well, he, they brought him back in real life. And this is the third straight home game for the Knicks. Now, yes, playing home, play, having home court advantage does have its perks, but when you're playing your third straight home game, you're used to playing on those baskets. You're used to playing on that court. And I know what you're saying right now, Jimmy... They play 41 games there. They should be used to those rims. They should be used to the fans. They should be used to the court. I get it. But when you're practicing there and you're not sitting in hotel rooms and in flights back and forth, you get used to those rims, they're going to score some points tonight. That's why I really, really love the Knicks here tonight. First quarter, minus 2.5, and and the Knicks' first half, minus 4. Do I think the Knicks win the game? Probably, again, if you look at my picks that I posted before we started the podcast, yeah, this was probably two weeks ago now, I took the Hornets under 33.5 wins. I don't think they're a very good team, so we're going to just keep fading them early on, especially without LaMelo. Once LaMelo gets back, I think we have to reassess how good the Hornets are, but again, there's no really timetable when he's going to be back, at least from what I heard or read. But yeah, so early on, we got Nick's first quarter, minus 2.5, and, and Nick's first half, minus minus four. Next, we're going to go to Atlanta. We got the Pistons visiting them, and this is the first game of a home and home. This game is interesting because, well, the, the Hawks, Trey Young, the star of the Hawks. If you listen to this podcast, obviously you know some some sort of sports. Unless you're new to sports in general, you wanted to hop right into gambling. Well, good for you because that's uh. It's a ballsy move. Even I didn't do that. I followed sports first for a long time before I started putting some money on it. But if you are welcome to the community, uh, we welcome you with open arms for sure. Um, again, feel free to email us or email me here at the podcast with any questions. I will feel free to do my best to answer them. And if I can't find the answer, I can. I definitely know some people who are even more experienced than I am that I can reach out to and get some answers for you. Back to the game, though. It's the first game of a home and home. Last year, uh, October 25th, I believe, back in 2021, so almost a year to date now, um, it was a 122-104 to 104 win for the Hawks, and the line was very similar. So the line right now is 7 is what I'm seeing right here. The home line there was minus 11, and they covered it going away. Uh, Detroit Pistons, they are 0-2 in their last two Games uh, against the spread, or yeah, against the t- oh, oh, and t- oh, excuse me, two and oh against the spread, one home, one away. I think that's what I meant. My notes here. Oh, sorry, this wow. I can't read my own notes. This is what I get for doing it at work. Detroit is oh, and two in the last two games against the Hawks. Going back to last year, both of them were in March, and that is when. Uh, Detroit was a covering machine last year They were covering almost 75% of the games against the spread So yes, they went 2-0 against the spread One home, one away Because they were covering everything I mean, they, if you hopped on the Detroit Pistons Probably in February or March of last year You could have went from being in the hole by Probably about 10-15 units And being up about 10-15 units Just been Detroit Pistons basketball That's how That's how insane they were Um, I believe Atlanta was upset that they lost those last two games, um, just because they're a at that point they're battling for playoff seating, and that really I think was a reason why they didn't really go well. They're not good enough. uh, Trey Young's a good player, but he's not defensively oriented enough. Doesn't have the skills or the height. He's a he's a damn good scorer, but defensively, just with the height, he's not going to ever be that. So I believe they're going to come out fire, uh, firing. They're not just going to give up, roll over. That's not going to happen. Um, Atlanta was a double-digit favorites last game, and they lost outright. Again, that's another reason why they're going to come out, you know, gunslinging, th- throwing fists. That's what they're going to do. So I love Atlanta tonight. Uh, first half, minus 4.5. And, and I like Atlanta the whole game. I don't really even worry about the number, minus 7. Again, I'm taking Atlanta minus 7. I'm I th- rolling with the Hawks here. Then they go to Detroit after that and we will reassess if it's a you know a thirty point blowout and the rent in the resting tray uh Trey Young in the you know second in the second half, like midway through the third quarter, early the fourth quarter. You don't really get a good feel how this team is. And that might be a time for us to actually go back and look at the Pistons, even though the Pistons are a god awful team. But yeah, again, so um Atlanta first half minus four and a half. Atlanta full game minus seven. Okay, we're gonna go to Minneapolis here. We have the Timberwolves hosting the Spurs again. They did it about three days ago. The back then, the Spurs were plus ten, and they won the game outright. So the funny thing about this is, it's I don't like when they start, they start doing this during COVID. When they get a home team, and they just both teams just stay in the city, and they play a game like three or four days later. Against each other in the same building, it's a weird way to do it. They started doing it during COVID because they trying to reduce the travel. I get it. I'm really surprised they haven't gone back to normal because, I mean, I really wish they did because that would be, it's easier to cap for sure because it's hard to look at the same teams playing in the same building in a different light because nothing nothing has changed. The teams are still playing. It's the same teams. It, it's just an odd thing, but. Uh, in a home-and-home, and, home, and when I mean the home team is playing at home again, they cover 70% in the uh, Game 2. They cover 70% in Game 2 in the first quarter and third quarter. The spreads, the last three years, when the home team loses the first leg, basically the first game, when they're a favorite. So they lost outright, so they, they're going to... Math says over the last three years they have a seventy percent seventy percent chance of covering the first quarter in the third in the, excuse me in this in the first half. So I believe that the Timberwolves are going to come out firing. I have to get through this game because I these, these notes are fucking killing me. I wrote them. and I'm just trying to explain them. Audibly is so much more confusing than just writing the freaking stats down. You're not. I've I could show you what I have written here. It would be so much easier. But actually trying to you know, say it out loud and explain it is fucking insane. So, so the Spurs won game one of this uh two game series. They were a ten point dog. They are a nine point dog tonight. So based on that, the Timberwolves have a hello, sorry. Um scared the shit out of me. Uh the Timberwolves have a seventy percent chance. Oh my gosh. This is what happens when you finally regain internet. Everything starts popping up. Um, The Timberwolves have about a 70% chance to cover in the first quarter and first half, just based on the last three years of data we have. So, again, I believe they're going to come out firing. The last four games, the Wolves are 3-0 against the spread in the first quarter. The only one they've lost to is the fourth game they played of that four-game stretch, and that was against the San Antonio Spurs, again, which we called... And we faded the wolves, and we we cashed the bet. So again, this is a, this is a bounce back game for the Spurs. Uh, I believe they're gonna, or excuse me, for the Timberwolves. They're gonna come back in focus, ready to go. The home team that has lost the home team that has lost the previous game, and it's played at the same house. So basically, still in Minnesota uh, within a three day period. And this is I'm not talking about the playoffs. This is regular season only. For this is for the full game to cover the spread, the home team is 53, 34 and three. That's a, uh, just about sixty one percent winning percentage there. So again, the the Timberwolves are going to be uh, focused, energized, ready to go early and often, and they're going to hold for the whole game. They'll be up by twenty at halftime, and they co- they can coast the game, rest of the game away. Another thing about this game is that Devin Vassell, yeah, uh, he's averaging about twenty three, I think it is for the Spurs. Uh, This year, he is not playing with a quote unquote knee injury. And if you eventually I'm gonna be streaming this, you can see me roll my eyes at this because this this is is because they're trying to tank for Victor. I mean, I don't blame him. Who wouldn't want to have Victor if you've seen this kid play? He is like Kevin Durant mixed with uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. It's just like he is he's special. He's gonna be one of those guys that comes out of college and you know is special. So there's no Devin Vassell tonight with a quote unquote roll eyes knee injury. Um, this is also the fourth straight game on the road for the Spurs. I'm sure they're motivated, pretty much just to get home. At this point, they're ready to go home. And without Vassell, who the hell is going to score for them? That's my question. You know, Kelvin Johnson, he's good, but he's not going to be able to carry the team. Devin Vassell's been carrying the team for the first uh, three games. He's not playing. Um, and again, the, the teams. Uh, one last stat here before I give up my picks for this game because, i got to get off this fucking game. Uh, teams that play each other in the same week, uh, game one. Okay. Start this over. Teams that play each other in the same week and the first game goes under, the number should go down. The, game, the second game, normally there's defensive corrections made, so I believe this is also going to go under as well, and the stats actually show that game two is hitting the under at about a sixty-five percent clip since two thousand sixteen, so the over/under the spread, or excuse me, the total for this game is two thirty-four. I have right here, so we're gonna take the under two thirty-four in Wolf uh, Timberwolves Spurs, and then we're just gonna go, we're gonna go across the board with the Timberwolves. First quarter minus 3.5 first half five point negative five point five, and Timberwolves minus nine whole game. I really wouldn't worry about the number, so. Just because that was so much stuff and I was just spitting all over my tongue. Let me just go back over the last two games. Uh, no, I'm not going back. Fuck that shit. Just, there's a little replay, uh, rewind button on your podcast. Just go back and listen to it because that was a freaking diarrhea of the mouth that I've never had. Like This is bad. Like I think the internet really got my head here, so I'm kind of rushing, trying to th- blow through these stats, and it's just not working at all. But we got three games left here, and then my probably wrong baseball pick... Based on the way this is going today, I was gonna try to get a college football podcast out. Just uh, some games. I think I have some games picked for Friday and Saturday. Nothing for Thursday. Don't worry. So I have a couple. I've at least. I'd have to do it tomorrow, which is fine. I can finish my research. I'm about halfway through it, so I'm gonna do go down and have some dinner and then try to figure this out. So I will be posting it on Twitter if I am gonna be doing the podcast today for that. But uh, next game we have Brooklyn going to Milwaukee and the line is bucks minus four uh my thoughts in this game there's too much rush too much rest for milwaukee early on in the season they were the last team to open they played two games and now they're coming off three days off the nets had a bad loss at home against the grizzlies we had the nets at plus one and a half on the podcast and it did not cover it looked good for a while and then the nets just couldn't stop anybody they could score they just couldn't stop anybody and it was I mean there's a the video of John Morant hitting the uh, the giddy on uh John Morant hitting the giddy on Kevin Durant that was a mouthful I'm having a lot of those today uh it's just it was embarrassing loss for the uh, Nets early on in the season I mean four four games in now it's kind of hard to have an embarrassing loss you know that's like Season altering, but it's a, it's a bad enough loss where it makes me take a look at this game. Um, the Bucks are definitely the public side, though. Seventy three percent of the bets or so are coming in on the Bucks, but yet the line has went from minus four to now I'm looking at about three and a half. So yeah, I, I was I was wrong. I, um, on my top of my label here, I have it at three and a half. Let me change that real quick. And um, I really like the Nets today. I do. Um, Simmons can definitely cover Giannis, so. Kevin Durant and Kyrie can go off. So, there's no Chris Middleton, so it has to be all Giannis. That's how this is, this is what the Bucs have to be. It's all Giannis. So, if you can take out Giannis, I like your chance of winning. My official play is Nets plus three and a half. Again, if I don't cover here with the Nets, I might be done with them for a while. Just because this is what happened last year. It was all offense, no defense. I get it. Kyrie didn't play for half the season. But still, this team is too good to be going up against it's really one player it's a it's a big two and a half because i really don't believe in so It's a big two and a half going up against basically the best player in the end the nfl or jesus nba oh my god jimmy i swear i didn't have a long day at work this is just me speaking faster than i'm reading uh, i am going to put a little bit on the nets uh personally i'm going to put a little bit on on the nets Money line again. I'm not playing it as an actual play for the podcast, but I am dabbling on it. I'm probably going to have a unit play on it, but we're the only play we're counting here is Nets plus three. Um, speaking of Kyrie, uh, his old teammate, uh, I guess his basketball daddy, LeBron James, is going to Denver to face the Nuggets. The line is uh, Denver minus five and a half. Let me change that because that just changed as well doesn't really change my pick on the game but it definitely changes um the big thing of this game is there's no Russ no Russ he's not he's most likely not playing he's very he's doubtful to play uh, so he, I don't expect him to play here um the Lakers have been a subpar team this year it's it's bad it's watching them play is it's not fun basketball to watch but they're actually if you look at the numbers they're a pretty good defensive team. Uh, The NBA rank, uh, just based on NBA rankings, they have the number two defensive rating. They're first in steals, first in opposition points in the paint, and first in defensive turnovers. The problem with the Lakers is their offense. They're dead last in offense and dead last in three-point shooting. Why is that? Because there's no spacing. With Russell Westbrook, who likes to drive, he really can't shoot. I think he's he's shooting about 8% from three-point range. That's it. Pat Bev, he's a good player. He's a he's a gritty player, but he's not a actual shooter. There's no shooters on the team. So LeBron, who who likes to drive and dish, but he's dishing to no shooters. It doesn't work. Anthony Davis, I mean, he can he can hit the three, but not you know not great. It's just I think they're gonna try to play a more ball control, get inside, pound it down, be on Jokic. There's no Michael Porter Jr. for the. For the Nuggets today, so I really like the chances of, well, I like the chances that, um, wow, um, that, um, wow, the Lakers end up pulling this game out. If not winning, at least keep it close. Um, Jokic really doesn't play well against. Anthony Davis it's a bad matchup for him I don't know why because Jokic is a much bigger player but I, and Anthony Davis is not a very physical guy so I don't know why he doesn't play well but if you look at his numbers he doesn't play well against Anthony Davis and again back to Russ Russ is an absolute uh he's a failure out there man like not failure because I mean he's still much better than I am so I'm quarterback couching in here but that money. I don't know why they brought him in L.A. It's one of Bronze Boys, I guess, but it just did, it does not work. It doesn't work there. I mean, you got to get something for him. A Second round pick in about eight years. Like, there's no re- like, he's awful. He's so bad. Um, to wrap up this game, I, I I'm taking Lakers plus five and a half, and I'm taking LeBron James without. Uh, Russ out there, he's going to be more of the ball distributor stuff like that. I like him getting a double-double tonight. I have it at minus 105 here for that, so I'm going to take LeBron James minus 105 to get a double-double. And uh, Jokic, I like his under 26 and a half points. It's minus 108. I, again, he doesn't play well against AD, so I'm taking Jokic here m- under 26 and a half points. And the last game we have to talk about here, we're about Uh, I got to do some editing delete some stuff. We're about 23 minutes in so again This is what we're aiming for in the daily podcast about a minute in or about 25 minutes or so when I have this much to talk about Um, So we're gonna keep going here on the last game and wrap this up um, so We have the heat versus the trailblazers. Hello fly get the hell out of my face. Um, hello um, We get the heat versus the trailblazers and this is Miami's first road game. And not only is that, they're going from east to west, playing one of the hottest teams in the NBA. They haven't really played many good teams, but they are one of the hotter teams in the NBA. I mean, they're 4-0. They have the best, you know, best record wins. Like there's two undefeated teams. One's Milwaukee and one is Trailblazers. And the Trailblazers have played two more games, so I think they are the hotter team, technically. Um the Blazers are younger. Uh, I definitely think they can outrun the Heat. A much older team going from again, East Coast to West Coast, pretty much from north to south or from south to north. It's about as far away as possible as you can get. It's actually the farthest team opposite from Miami that they can go to. Uh, so I definitely that's that's not an easy first road game, especially playing all playoff teams your first three games, now you have to go across uh, basically across the whole country and play a team that was not in the playoffs. Even though they're hot, it's pretty much just Dame Lillard and a bunch of other people. Um, the Heat, their next game is the Golden State Warriors. Again, the defending champs, a team, the Miami, that I think have a chance to win the title this year. I, took, I put a bet on them to win the title this year. They're looking forward to actually playing teams that they believe are in their their circle like their actual competition to you know to contend for a title the actual contenders so i think there's a chance that they're going to look ahead here um it's just kind of it's hard for me to really look at this game and not look portland here to actually win this game the average total between these uh these two teams in portland over the last four to- uh, four times they've played Again in Portland it averages out to 219 and a half what is the over under right now it's 219 and a half on the dot so it's a pretty score squir- it's pretty like a pretty sharp number right on the dot the only caveat with a little asterisk I put on that is the total of the last uh, the first three of those games was 224 224 and 226 they had a off night both shooting um, the total there was 205 to really bring the average down to 219 and a half uh, and Portland is two and out at home versus the over, so I'm expecting the total or them to score combined somewhere around two twenty-five, two thirty-ish, somewhere in that range. So my play here is Heat Trailblazers over two nineteen and a half. Again, these are all one-unit plays. I will specify if they're two-unit plays, but I'm pretty much gonna stick with one-unit plays because when I I'm so far down in the NFL is because I keep doing two-unit plays. So, it's going to be pretty much one-unit plays unless it's like a sure thing. And there's no such thing as a sure thing in uh, sports gambling. So, I'm not I'm not saying there's ever going to be no two-unit two, two unit plays. But for the most part, this is a one-unit play. Heat Trailblazers over 219.5. The last play I have here for basketball for the NBA is Josh Hart over 6.5 rebounds um, minus... I have it at 135, and now remember how I said you don't go above that with hockey. You really don't go above this either. But I really love the Josh Hart um, over six and a half rebounds. If you can find a seven, even better. My book doesn't let me change the number there. There's no alternate lines. It's pretty much stick. Uh, just you know, this is what you, this is what you get for a number here. So six and a half is what I had to take at 135. It sucks. I wish I could have I could have gotten seven at like minus 120. But hey, I'll, I'll take. Uh, I'll take six and a half at minus 135 here. So that's the official play I'm giving out here. Josh Hart over six and a half rebounds minus 135. And all right, I guess let's go to this baseball pick that's going to definitely go wrong. um, Because my baseball numbers, they were good for win totals. But my playoff picking series has been god awful, so I definitely suggest you fade this. I would not play this one if you actually think there is a chance this goes through. But it is definitely going to be the Phillies to win the World Series. Why? I'm going against my metric. My metrics tell me to pick Houston. My minds tell me to pick Houston. I bet against Philly twice now. I bet against them against the Cardinals. I bet against them against the Padres. And they won both those series. I'm not doing it again. I just can't do it. That's it, guys. I'll here on the podcast for today. I'll be either dropping the NFL or the college football podcast coming up here in a little bit. Or I'll be coming out tomorrow and I'll have some more plays for you guys t- tomorrow as well. Hopefully some NHL plays. But I will talk to you guys later. Y'all have a great rest of your night.